Now try this, the podcast where two best friends get together every week to try something new. I'm Marcus. That's Nick. Nick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, fantastic, and swell. Marcus? I'm also doing great, fantastic, and swell, but also shitting my pants. <laughs> was that a good why? yes and? Oh, it was. Uh, well, why? Is there something you want need to talk about, buddy? Because this is the place to do it. Because this is now try this, the podcast. We're two best friends. That's what Marcus said. What does that mean, though? That means every week we challenge each other to something we love, something we a- admire to be like, something that has changed our lives fundamentally, something that we're just really into, and we make the other person watch and do it. That be- that way, you have to have your friend do the thing. And this week mm-hmm. we are doing Matilda. Yeah, that's a great way of putting it. I feel like we started this podcast because we wanted to uh, essentially force each other to to try the things that we love. You know, you always mm-hmm. have that friend where you're like, oh, come on, you got to watch The Walking Dead. Oh, there's this new show, The Last of Us. You don't even have to play the game. Just get super into it. And you want you want your friend to do it. And they say, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it this week. I'll do it next week. I'll do it a month from now. Time passes and passes and passes and they never do the thing. And you build up this resentment towards them. You build up this hatred towards your best friend. (laughs) Now they become your enemy and you have to crush them and you end up murdering them in their sleep. And we don't want that to happen. Or or on the final hour, you create a podcast with them. So you do not have to murder them in your sleep. That is the origins of now try this. Marcus was this close to murdering me. Standing over Nick's bed with a knife. And he was like, okay, I'll read Berserk. And I was like, good. <laughs> wow. Guys, it's a little hard to go back to our original episodes because we didn't know what we were doing. The sound quality is not great, but those early episodes, Berserk, Die Hard, Gantz, first season now, try this. There's some good shit in there. I it really is. Want to redo all of those episodes? <laughs> I feel like I am now more mature and I understand like my love of Berserk a little bit better. I understand oh, sure. my love of these things a little bit better. I understand why they're important, why I want to share them with you. So we've got to start a second Ooh. podcast where we just redo <laughs> old episodes. Or like our one friend said, he would podcast about our podcast. Yes. Yes. That's, that's when do. you know you really made it. But mm-hmm. Marcus, our 100, we're up, this is, I think, our 80th episode of seasons two. When we get to uh, episode 100, if you want to do something special, revisit something, go back. I think that's totally the time to do it. So put that in your thinking gap and think about it. Cause I yeah. would totally go back if you wanted to revisit yeah. a, a time or maybe we revisit a whole bunch. You make a whole list about things that we haven't gone back to that. We've gone back to exactly. It sounds super yeah. interesting guys. Let us know what we should do for our hundredth episode in about 20 episodes. And the easiest way, the easiest way to get in and contact us, the easiest way to join our community is at patreon.com slash. Now try this cast. Well, where you guys get to submit once a month, what we try. That's right. You get to be, Become our best friend once a month. You can submit if you get $5, but for just $1, you get to vote on what the final thing is going to be. The last I looked, it was a it was a it's pretty close race. for four days. Four Hello, more days, vaping guys. father. Feel free to go over to patreon.com. So let's now try this cast and vote on what challenge we do next. Yes, please. Right it's, now, is it still pretty close? I'll tell mm-hmm. you what's going on. March okay. comes in like a lion. Ooh. is winning which is an anime we have while you were sleeping is third is has three votes 
Guillermo del Toro's Cabin of Curiosities has three votes, and Puss in Boots: The Last Wish has three votes. So it's pretty wow. close. March comes That's like really a, close. like March comes in like a lion. It's hard to say is only winning by one vote. Wow, that is crazy. Yeah, it is interactive. Go join that Patreon, yo. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but if you can't do that if you don't have any money you can follow us here on twitch you can leave us a five-star review on itunes it's extremely helpful having other people find us and of course if you have a amazon prime you can follow you can subscribe to the podcast on twitch for free yep supporting the podcast anyway helps us continue oh look just at like that. nick nick nevis just subscribed i wonder who that is amazon prime such good timing is amazon prime such good timing cool and guys if you think we just do weird musicals like matilda that's wrong last week we did mathrigan you got me saying it i can't stop now Hell yeah it's mathrigan yeah. uh, i heard someone else say it too so you're like in good company i'm in good company baby and it was a really fun episode we talked about evil dolls we talked about what scary movies should be go check it out yeah yeah, it was a good it was a good time. We talked about AI and how scary it could be. It is. But Marcus, mm-hmm. before we get to Matilda, before we get to any of that malarkey, I, I, I got to tell you, there's something. And if you want to completely derail what I'm saying and then go to a whole other topic for 20 minutes, that's totally fine. But Marcus, yesterday was the season premiere of The Bachelor. Wow. OK, I need to hear about this because okay. I was a former batch head. What do the fans mm-hmm. call themselves? Batch head. You're right. I was a former batch head. I used to <laughs> love watching The Bachelor, and I'm out of the game. You got me back in for one season, but I'm not sticking around. So that wasn't I even a fun season. I, I made you watch that because it was, like, dumb. Mm-hmm. Like, I, we haven't had a good season for a while. Last season was a mess. The season before that was a mess. Last season was two bachelorettes. Because the season before, the guy told, I love you and had sex with all three of his top women. And they all and he told them all. And it was a whole huge mess. So then the t- top two, they made the best threats. And that was a whole mess. So now they took one of the most, and I like him, but one of the most milk toast contestants from that season. Which no one is problems. that? Problems. His name is Zach. What happened to the dad? Wasn't he supposed to be a contestant? He went to batch. He went to paradise. And he found someone. Yo, let me tell you about what happened to Paradise okay. real quick. So on Paradise, he's getting Did with he this get girl. Jacked? He is jacked. He looks great. He looks great. Wow. He's he looks even better than he did in that season. Wow. He, he abandoned his son so he could get. <laughs> well, but uh, Mexico, I think they're only there for two weeks or six weeks. It's okay. like a lot shorter than what Bachelor Bachelorette is. Mm-hmm. So someone correct me if I'm wrong. I think it might be two weeks. It's like a really short amount of time. But I meant I meant for those gains he abandoned his son. Oh, not for. Uh, thanks for voting, baby father. Now, he got with this girl, told her he didn't love her, told her they had to move on. He was saying his goodbyes. And right before Rose ceremony, when he was about to leave, they brought in a girl that was from three or four seasons ago, five or six seasons ago, whose fiance died. And, and now he fell in love with. That person? So well, the his dead, wife died. Yeah. Her fiance died. The dead significant others club? They're both in their mid to late 30s. Oh, they God. put them both on the beach and they're in love. They're oh, together. God. And oh, it, my it's God. it's so dumb because it's so like it 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 feels like it feels like when they 
if they like pushed a black girl in front of the black blaster and said, right? Which this they do it, right? a lot. Which they, they do, do it all lot. the time. They do it. They lot. do it all the goddamn time. Yeah. It's like, hey, you both love someone who died. Here you go. Enjoy. But the truth is, they're both so emotionally intelligent. They had really meaningful conversations about it okay. and about grief. And they seem really like in love. And he's she seems excited about his son. Yeah. And they seem to be doing really great. It Her sounds like they just trauma bonded a little bit. A hundred. <laughs> what bond is greater? <laughs> Give me one bond that's greater than a trauma bond. Give me one. Sunny and I Cher. Dare no. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good answer. Thank you, uh, vaping father, for joining the Patreon. Now, Marcus, but all to say they didn't pick anybody interesting. Any of these people that everyone liked. Uh, they pick Zach, who everyone liked, but he was he's very milquetoast. So the mm-hmm. premiere happened, Marcus. I have nothing, almost nothing to say about it. It was so by the books. It was so cookie cutter. Uh-huh. I would love, I would love to give you another season, bring you back in, yeah. do it on the podcast. Bastard sure. stuff gets numbers. It gets numbers. I would love to do it. But Marcus, nothing happened in this episode except one thing. And she left. So there's like nothing happening. That's it. That sounds very boring. It it wasn't great. It wasn't great. The only thing that happened was <laughs> there was one girl, Madison, and she came in and she talked with them for like five sentences. Nothing happened. And then she went to all the girls. And she said, oh, my God, we have a really connection. Oh, my God. We were so into each other. Oh, my God. That was crazy. Oh, my God. And then in Tulsa, she was like, oh, my God, we were vibing so hard. I want to kiss him bad, so bad. I want to kiss him so bad. And then she's watching him actually kiss other people. And she's like, why is he kissing her? Why is he kissing her? Why is he kissing her? Oh, and then she goes someone like that. She goes, it was bad. It it was somebody who went in for the double dip, went to talk to him again and like showed him this goofy dance that made no goddamn sense, but then grabbed his neck, grabbed it hard and pulled him in to make him kiss her. And she knew she fucked up because it was not a good kiss. That's not good. And then he was talking, he was talking to Jesse, the host right Mm -hmm. before the rose ceremony. And she comes out and like, can I talk to you for a second? And she was like, look, I I don't want to stay. I don't want to get rejected to be swung along. If if you're not into this, then just tell me now. And he's like, I'm not into this. And she's like, okay. And she walks away and just bursts out into tears. It was so sad. I mean, at least there's that save them some time, but she's gone. So now there's (laughs) nothing. There's no more chaos. There's nothing. There's like, what do you think makes a good contestant? Because I'm sitting here and I didn't like any of the women. I didn't find any of them like overly interesting, charismatic. I think I think you need several good contestants, right? I think that you true. want the one that's going to fall in love with the person. You yeah. want the toxic, troublemaking, bad person, right? You want the drama. You also want to make sure that you have like a good, kind-hearted sweetheart Who's not going to win, but he, whose story you really fall behind, you know, Yeah. because she she will then become the bachelorette and that that's who you want. You know, yeah. you want someone whose story you'd become invested in before they're even announced as the bachelorette. And then everyone else is just trash. They're just fodder. It's whatever you got. The, you got the one that there you want. You got the one that's best for them. You got the one that you wish won. And then you got the toxic person that you got. That's three people you need. Everyone else is whatever there was one girl who for her limo entrance she licked him to mark her territory no she went home night one if she peed on him now that's television (laughs) i'd watch that well that's what i've been wasting my time watching what have you been up to marcus (laughs) me i have been it was my birthday yay happy birthday birthday over the weekend 
And so we celebrated. I'm trying to sort of like build com- local community a little bit, you know, went Ooh, to I visited a comic book store and they have magic tournaments and Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments and hero clicks matches and chess meetups and stuff. And so it seemed like a kind of Ooh. fun place. It's like a 15 minute drive for me, too. So it's chess like not too bad. Kind of play some chess again. I don't know. I might get into some stuff. I might get into Yu-Gi-Oh or whatever. Digimon. I don't know. Sure. I just I need people that I are hear near Digimon's me. fun. Yeah. And honestly, does the game doesn't matter, right? As long if no, there's people as long in your community, there's people, there's people hanging out. Yeah. Joseph and I played Yu-Gi-Oh because that's just what we played. We could have played anything and we mm-hmm. just would have hang out. That was totally cool. But speaking of community, speaking of things to do, I do have your birthday present here that is almost complete. Okay. Uh, it's not quite complete because somebody didn't send me a part of it and I got to complain about them. But you now are in possession of your very own meta zombie deck. Oh, yeah. What? I made it for you. I did the Googles just for some shout outs of some stuff that you got. You got Drago, Necro, something, something. You got Archfield, (laughs) Zombie Skull. You got... Gasha Dokuro, the skeletal Maya Kahashi. Oh you got goodness. skeletal dragons. You got a whole side deck with links and synchros. And you got the good stuff in here. You got the zombie worlds. Oh, you man. got the red eyes zombie dragons. You got the Doom King Balbarak. Hell yeah. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's so, now, that means so much. If I got me. you the best version of all these things, this deck would have cost $150. Please don't do that. <laughs> But TCG Player, shout out to them. They got this amazing feature where you make every, you put everything in your car. So I did. Yeah. I tried my best yeah, to yeah. make you a deck. Honestly, there's probably some bugs in it. You got to fix. You got to fix that shit yourself. That's your fucking problem. <laughs> but 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 then there's a button you press where it goes to all its second vendors and it does all the work to do all the comparison shopping mm-hmm. for you. So the whole deck came down to forty. And I was like, hell yeah. Oh, wow. And isn't that so cool? It was started at 150 and it went down to 40. Like, that's, that's such amazing. a cool feature. Shout yeah. out to C- TCG player. But we got your zombie deck. Thank you so much. I know much. you got a fun deck and I'm excited to see what that was. And it's you to play, so but- bad. I will. I'll play it with you guys. But now I have options, which is fun. Well, I wanted you to have a deck that's you. Yeah, this is I totally your style of play. You. It's your thing. You're the zombie dude. Thank and you. I know you want to play like hard against us. So yeah. and honestly, I'm a little scared. Because I made this deck with metas now, I'm pretty sure you might beat us into oblivion with it <laughs> because it has things that I need for my deck. That's and I was hilarious. like, fuck, this That's is a good awesome. card. I That's almost awesome. don't want to put this in here. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm excited. It's the kind of thing you where you so got to like, man. send this. Yeah, of course, man. Happy That's birthday. That's awesome. I appreciate it. Well, now my yeah. birthday just got even better. Very excited. <laughs> oh god yeah uh, and we're gonna go to PAX, about you which i'm community. very excited about too oh yeah, yeah i'm so freaking excited mm-hmm. guys if you have any suggestions about packs uh i have been a couple years you went did you go last year yeah yeah, yeah. i go every year yeah last year was the I, first, I, I know just... but last year was the first day it was back first year is back right oh wait did i go last year i think i did i don't remember i think was i did it back yeah, yeah, yeah no i went back. i think the first year it I was it, i remember you going but i, I haven't been in a couple years because i've been like so caught up with different things mm-hmm. but this time it's you me, yeah. it's Joseph. We got the gang. We're going. I'm so excited. And the last time we went to PAX, I was at, I was like at my worst in my life ever. Uh huh. And now that we're going, I think I might be in the best place I'm at. That's awesome. Because of this man. podcast, because of yeah. my career, because yeah. of my partner. I think everything's coming up roses. Hell yeah. I'm excited about that. And we'll It'll play be a some fun games. Time. Play some yeah. games. Hang out. If you see us at PAX, feel free to say hi. We'll be here walking yes. around. Uh, Yeah. 
if enough people if enough people said they would want to say hi to us we would wear t-shirts oh for sure yeah we'd be like my my name's dick from now try this just get us t-shirts that say ask me about my podcast and then on on the back says please i'm begging you (laughs) ask me about my is that a real t-shirt i'm sure it is it is yeah that seems like a t-shirt oh my god i'm buying us these shirts dude (laughs) oh my god what size are you uh a large (laughs) okay great i'll buy two larges right now uh you want black blue yeah, or black. red it's very slimming uh-huh. the gray is nice the gray is like a charcoaly gray give me black okay i got one black i'm gonna i'm gonna need a different different color i got one black it's <laughs> going back, in my on, Amazon cart no no right lexi now. says she's gonna make it it's on the back it needs to say please i'm begging you ba- oh baby i love you so much you cannot make a t-shirt why you've never made a t-shirt in your life why do you think you could make a t-shirt <laughs> darren says what you have t- to have the back of it the back of it's the important part do you want me to buy this and you can put something on the back no gel then, pen no oh I my wanna, god we can, we can make it we can make it anyone can make a t-shirt oh. i've made t-shirts oh. Fine. We will wait for our partners to make the t-shirt source. Marcus, I will also buy the t-shirts. We'll have both. That's fine. <laughs> as backup. <laughs> we'll have this as backup. All right. Fine. Okay. Fine. Make us the t-shirts. Good, good, good. And we can have a little now try this. So because everyone has, please ask me, you know, but the please I'm begging you. I think that like shows that's a little that's now try this specific branded comedy right there. All right. <laughs> it really <laughs> is. It really is. Okay. All right. Without further ado, let's get to today's challenge. Matilda, the musical. Marcus, what did you know about this going in? What did you see? Did you see the movie? Do you do what do you what do you know? What did you know before watching this movie on Netflix? So I work for Broadway, which Brag. is not a secret, I think. <laughs> I don't know how much I don't know if you've ever said it in such specific terms. You've implied theater, you've implied big company, but you've never said for the Broadway, I don't think. I work for the Broadway. So I see wow. a lot of shows through my job and stuff. And it is so I I I get to see a lot more theater than the average person. I live near New York City. I grew up in New York City. And yeah. uh, you're so almost a New Yorker. I'm I, I'm a New Yorker no matter what. You can't take you can't take the New York out of the New Yorker. OK, how many years in Yorker Jersey do you have New to York? spend to not be a New Yorker anymore? Because there is a number. If if it was Florida, then I would have a different argument. But nah, New Jersey man. is still a New Yorker. You know what it is? You work in New York, so that helps. But if you ever live in Jersey and I ask you, when was the last time you were in New York and That's you don't have fair. an answer? You're not a New Yorker. That's the answer. Fair enough. But you work there. So you're there every day. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. And I grew up there. Thank you. In the chat. Again, so much love and support in the chat. Thank you. I'm a New Yorker. They recognize. (laughs) They recognize. Yeah, but it's going to mess you up way more if I'm telling you you're not a New Yorker. (laughs) The day that I become a New Yorker and you don't anymore is a fucking shitty day for you. Nah, you're a New Yorker. You're a New Yorker through and through. Pretty close. I think I'm really close now. I do a lot of improv in New York. That makes me pretty close. I think you would not be a New Yorker if you moved back home. I take away your car. That's the New Yorker. 100%. Well, you're not a New Yorker if you move to New Yorker and move to New Yorker. If you move to New York for like a couple of years and then you move back home, you are not a New Yorker. You were a tourist. Lexi just said I'm an honorary New Yorker. You know what I think makes me a New Yorker is if. I think the moment I have a kid and I start raising in the city, even if I eventually move, like that's a New York. That's I I live here. This is my home. Uh, mm-hmm. That's like big. Anyway, Marcus, you were saying you were for Broadway. <laughs> anyway, I work for Broadway. I saw Matilda in the musical. I 
had a blast. It was like oh, taking, it took Broadway by storm. People really loved it. It had a lot of support. It was a big deal. Yeah. And I got a chance to see it uh, and I loved it. I really, really um, had a blast and it, it, it blew my expectations out of the water. I feel like a lot of times I'll see a show and it has a lot of hype around it and it's actually mid or it's not that impressive. And this, I think, met my expectations. I feel that I saw it. Uh, I saw because it, it was cheap on today. Text. I didn't think I was going to see anything special. Our friend Cassandra told us to go. And I was like, yeah, OK, fine. Mm-hmm. When someone else does the work to get the tickets, I'm like, yeah, 100 percent. Cool. Yeah, great. And I went and I was flabbergasted by how good it was. Yeah, it's great performances. Great soundtrack. Tim Minchin, I think, did the, That's the right. soundtrack, who is like a, a musical comedian kind of guy. I don't traditionally remember any very of their... dark. Yes. Which is why it was so funny that it works so well. It did work really well for Matilda because Matilda yeah. is surprisingly dark. Yeah. I forgot yeah. that watching There's this. There's a lot of like dread underneath everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then now Absolutely. they've turned that. Mm, they turned. So first Matilda was a book. Then they turned into a movie. Then they turned into a Broadway musical. And now they have turned the Broadway musical into a movie. And that's what has just released on Netflix. So everyone can watch it was Netflix now. It released on Christmas. Everyone should go yeah. running for it uh, right this second. I agree. Nick, what about you? That That's what I knew going to it. And then, I, you know, and then we watched it for the podcast. What about you? What did you know going up? Did you love them until the musical on Broadway? Mm-hmm. And then that you were hyped for this. Do you like movie musicals in general? Were you cautious? I think if we look at the track record for this podcast and the track record for like me as a person, I think I'm pretty forgiving to a movie musical. I really just enjoy the aspect of musical theater that is musical theater. I mean, it's no lie. Every week I put on an improvised musical here in the city, if not more than that, sometimes in other improv shows, because I the the theatricality of when emotions are so much that you can no longer talk, you have to sing is my favorite thing. It has been since I was in school. I discovered it in high school and I um my first musical was in middle school, but I don't think that counts because I was in Schoolhouse Rock Live Junior and I was the lead, but the lead, oh, lead. was the teacher who sat in a chair while all the kids sang to me and I didn't have any solos. That so I don't think it really sound counts. like a lead, Nick. I well, think I did all the scene too. work in between all the songs. Like I linked all the songs together. I was the through line. Uh, you know what I mean? Okay, almost like a narrator. It. Almost. Yeah, kind of thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the narrator yeah. is always the lead of the show. <laughs> yes. Well, the, everyone I was knows in the narrator the whole... is the protagonist of everything. I... I was the protagonist. I was a uh-huh. teacher at home watching TV, and the kids all came out of the TV to teach me a lesson about teaching. Uh, okay, got it, got it, got it. That's a but little I different. did for a, for a half of the show. I was just sitting in a chair, <laughs> watching and going like, "They're singing to me." And that's I, the best so, lead you could ask for, honestly. It was awful. I was so mad about it. Like I was happy. And I was like, "Oh, I'm so honored. I'm. Uh, they think I'm a good actor." But I was like, I also. Can't sing at all. The not singing part. I don't think it was until freshman year of high school or that I really was starting to get into musicals. But that feeling of being a theater kid doing musicals in high school, I feel like I am forever chasing that feeling. And watching movie musicals is Hmm. is like is like serotonin for my brain the same way it was. And I remember being a kid from a small town. There wasn't Broadway, so when I saw Rent or 
literally any movie musical that came to me. I know people don't like them. I understand a lot of the times their worst version, but I watched this shit out of Phantom of the Opera, the movie. Mm-hmm. I realize it's not good, but sure. that was the only way I could get it. Yeah. At the time. Yeah. And I forever am forgiving the movie musical. So I knew no matter what, I would love this. And like I said, I did see it on Broadway. And I remember, like, I've never. I think to say ennui is like one of the most pretentious things you can say, but the closest I think I've ever come is like coming out of this movie, this musical when I saw it on Broadway, because watching children say the words that I'm almost too scared as an adult to say Mm -hmm. is just breathtaking and inspiring and makes you jump up for joy because, you know, so when I saw that they were making it into a movie, I was so excited to hear <laughs> check out our episode on cabaret to hear nick crush my movie musical <laughs> trivia game did i did i trust that game way back when yeah you easy did. peasy you did but yeah i so i was so excited to watch this because even if it was bad right even if it was bad it's just another vehicle for me to revisit some of my favorite songs again but to my luck i think this movie is fantastic not without flaws but i love it i've been listening to it non-stop the movie Over version the, or the Over the Broadway, Broadway version, yeah. Okay. The, the, the movie version. Over really... the Broadway version! Listen, I think the Broadway version, I saw it from far away. I don't have a face or an image for any of it left in my head. Mm-hmm. Except the school song. The alphabet song. Yeah. That on stage is fucking so yeah. cool. Also, revolting they use children's good. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 in my head, I don't remember that versus the Tony version. Mm, okay. I think it's funny because do you ever have this where if you see a musical on Broadway or somewhere or in a movie or something, you don't want to ever experience it again so you can keep precious that version that's in your head? Have you ever experienced this? No. It has. I have for me because I I remember somebody explaining to me when I was young that they didn't want to watch the Phantom of the Opera movie because they had the Broadway version. And this is another thing now where it's like I had a version in my head of Matilda, but now it's gone because the most recent has like parlayed over it. Weird. And like 25th annual Putnam's County Spelling Bee, I think, is an, a great example where the only version in my head is yeah, the one that I the saw. the good version. Yeah. But the if one there's that we a movie did. that comes out, I mean, no, it was not that. No, movie. Dick, I fucking take that back. <laughs> Sorry. It was said, it was we we really well. Take that back. It was it was it was the lighting design of the show was perfect. Thank you. I'm going (laughs) to pretend that instead you said, I remember our time working on Putnam County Spinning Bee. And that was the best version of the show I've ever seen. I saw the Broadway tour of it. That's the version. But if they but my point is, if they come out with a movie of it, I'm probably going to lose that memory of the stage version a little bit. That's fair. Confuse it. You know, I I, I do. I don't know. It stays separate enough for me in my head. I've like some I, sometimes, but some of it gets muddled. I love Little Shop of Horrors, so any version of that. I've seen sure. every staged version that I could see, and I've yeah. seen the movie a million times. So I don't know. I, I like them both. Yeah, but I get what you're That's saying. That's fair. I get what you're saying. Yeah, but anyway, Marcus, I think let's get right into it. What 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 do you think of this musical? As soon as it, it starts off. And this movie is like a vibe, right? Yeah, I I feel like uh, I have a little bit of the thing that you said, I guess, where now this is being compared to the Broadway version. And I have to check myself a little bit because I think that movie musicals get a bad rap, especially in the theater community. 
you know, you've you've heard people talk about movie musicals in a negative way as well, I'm sure. But a lot of like 100%. actors and people involved in theater don't look too fondly on movie musicals. I think a little bit of it is, is like, oh, you're just casting famous people to to cast famous people when you don't need Sometimes to. Sometimes they do. Which is, I think, also a, uh, I had a problem with that in this movie a little bit. But just stuff like that, where like it's just like the pretensions of it, like, oh, the Broadway version of was better. But then the Broadway people will say, oh, the off Broadway version was better. And then they're like, oh, actually, when they did it in the alley between 43rd and 44th Street on 12th Avenue, that was the best performance I've ever seen. And it's like, you know, you can keep pulling it back and back and back to be as kind of like you know, highbrow about it as you want. But like movie musicals give access to this kind of things like you, like me. I wouldn't have been able to see, you know, theater as a kid if I didn't watch like Little Shop of Horrors and other movie musicals. You wouldn't have been able to see stuff like that because you didn't have access to it. Like yeah. fundamentally, I think movie musicals are super, super, super important to continuing love of musicals. So every time I have a problem with it, I keep having to like check myself and I want the audience to also know that in the back of my mind, I understand that while I am critiquing this, I, I do think that it is important that it got made. I'm very happy that it got made. I think overall, even though you didn't say too much, I, I know what the spirit of what you're saying is. I, there are like maybe four sequences in the movie, three or four that are just like unnecessary they're yeah. musically in a way that's yeah. not good it also feels i mean it could be memory but it feels long like it was two hours long and the musical was two hours and 40 minutes long so like if they cut 40 minutes out and somehow it felt long and maybe it's because i didn't get an intermission sure. <laughs> i should have taken a 50 minute break in the middle of the movie sure <laughs> but it long. did feel kind movies, of long. movies have to do they think they have to. I, I'm not a filmmaker, so this could not be true. But I, from what I've seen of movies, movies feel like they have to do an establishing shot, then do a master shot, then get close, then do an insert, then do a punch, then do a close up. Then, whereas like you ain't got time on stage. Yeah. Right there. But there's also like a little leeway in the as things are changing in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That you just kind of naturally forgive uh, uh but I, I i i don't disagree i don't disagree this is a little long uh, i will say something controversial though okay i will say something controversial to start us off really yes talk let's movie. get canceled <laughs> not that controversial <laughs> by broadway people i might get canceled there was one part of this movie that i liked better and i thought worked better than the stage version do you know what i'm gonna say it worked better than the stage version i want to say the teacher no, I didn't love the okay. teacher. We could talk about her. I the the story, the escapologist in the oh, acrobat. Okay. Okay. I liked it in the stage version. Yeah. But in the stage version, and I love the reading room with all mm -hmm. the books, like when you see sure. it on stage, yeah. it's so yeah. cool. I did since we kept going back there, there was a air of before you found out what why it was happening that I didn't like, I wasn't invested. I didn't yeah. like it. And maybe, maybe I just now know what it is, so I enjoy this more. But I thought that the delivery by the lead, the visual storytelling, the casting of the people in the flashback story thing and yeah. how they executed it, I thought was very powerful, very effective. And I liked it more than the stage version. Yeah. I think being able to cut to it happening yeah, was is good. something that you can only very do in helpful. movies. 
and it really like colored that scene yeah. in a really cool way for me. I mean, you know, look, even even the color grading was different in those yeah. scenes. You know, they could have done it on the stage. They could have just had two people acting it out while they were telling the story. I th- it did a little bit, to. didn't I, they? I feel like at a certain point they did. But yeah. I guess you're right. It doesn't work as well as getting to see the scenery, getting to see it like sort of like the ridiculousness of it because yeah. it's a story being told by a little girl. I it's mm-hmm. yeah. I think you're yeah, absolutely right. The colors, right. the fire, the mm-hmm. sharks, the fucking the whole thing, and it was it felt so die. I love the effect of the actors saying their lines as Matilda's shouting this story and trying to tell yeah, about this horrible really thing. Well. Like I really love that, and I don't yeah. think it worked as well in the stage version. No, I agree. That's a good point. I don't. I wouldn't give you flack for that. You get a pass. Not canceled. Ooh. Well, just because I mentioned her, let's talk about Alicia Weir. Weir. It's W E I R. I don't know how to say it. I thought she was breathtaking as Matilda. I yes, love this girl. I thought she was splendid. What did, What did you think about it? I thought she was a great Matilda. I think that you know, I it's a hard role to pull off. You got to be likable. You got to, you know, have the vocal chops as well. You got to also be a sympathetic character. And there's this sort of like, you know, duality to Matilda where she's like playing a role and she's having to discover herself and she has a home life that she's not showing when she's out and about, you know, and I think that I mean, it's a musical, so it's not as it's not fucking like Oscar break bait or anything, but it was it was it was well done. And you could tell in her performance that like, oh, she had that pain from her home life while she was at school and like she was fighting uh, an inner battle the whole movie i agree with everything you said and i also think one of the reasons why i think matilda feels like a really difficult role it's i will never play it so i don't really know you can do it but i thank you oh you're a sweetheart thank you so much is the words that tim mitchum uses are so smart Mm mm-hmm that sometimes, even when I'm like singing it by myself, I feel like I'm not like delivering the words the way they should be. But every time she is spewing, talking about every thread in a bolt is a tiny revolt mm. as 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 a flashlight is the speed of light and I move and it's still the speed of light. Like it sounds like a kid trying to figure out life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like every time she says it, they seem like real mm-hmm. questions being asked. And I that that is so hard. It's so easy. There's so many words yeah. in these songs. They're very difficult songs. Yeah. Like I would put them up there with Songheim. Like they're like difficult songs. Like they have weird intonation. They have specific cadences. They're hard songs. And at, at no point did I ever feel like she underwhelmed on the songs. I feel like she overwhelmed. No. She, yeah, she over it was it was very album. impressive. I think that the like you said too, like Tim mentioned, did a great job lyrically because yeah. all of it feels complex, you know, and it feels clever too. It's it's like you know some some British comedy is like clever in that way, and Tim mentioned especially his like dark humor songs that he had. Uh, I think you could see him taking some of that uh, from his past works and and putting it into this play. Yeah, it's so funny when you watch him in like interviews and stuff. It's like it feels like this was like the culmination of like everything he's done until now. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. almost like preparing for it. Yeah. You know? And he went out to do more stuff. He, um, he did groundhog day, mm, which some yeah, people yeah. who love it really love it. Yeah. But it never quite got the buzz that everything else has. And he was also really sad. He was working on a dream work movie, a musical movie. Oh, wow. For like four or five years. And then it fell off. It fell apart. It never happened. Could you imagine oh, wow. working on something for four or five years and then 
like it ended up not being a thing. Could you imagine? No, I don't want to. Four or five years that. of your life. That Think about the last terrible. five years of your life. Think no. about the five last five years no. of life were just a waste. No, no. At Is least, that crazy? Well, I mean, you got to think about it this way, right? Like, how long have we been working on this podcast? Like, it's just not a waste. <laughs> it's not a waste. It's fun. It's enjoyable. You're having a good time. Well, so imagine we did all this work and no one ever saw any of it. That's true. That would be hard. Yeah. But well, I mean, that is what's happening. <laughs> what are you talking about? We get you see our downloads. We're doing all right. We do better and better every week. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's what true. are you talking about? <laughs> the fuck out of here. But but uh, one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite examples of like how Tim Mitchum is like so even if you're little, you can do a lot. You mustn't let a little thing like little stop you. Like that is just yeah next level like lyricism and oh, I love it. I love the messages. I love everything about his words. Yeah. Now, it is it is one of the most interesting in musicals lyrically. I feel yeah. like a lot of times you get catchy, you know, you get the jukebox thing, which is cheating, I think. <laughs> but you also get like, oh, it's very rare for you to get a cleverly written little musical. Yeah. And then just one more line that is just one of my favorites and i usually don't even do this it's just his lines are so like perfect yeah is um what's that one when i grow up i will be strong enough to carry all the heavy things you have to haul around with you when you're a grown-up like Mm -hmm. as those kids are all talking about gosh they're talking about wanting to be old so they can eat sweets and they can watch tv and do all this stuff and then it's like and wow, I, I then I'll be strong enough to do all these things. And as an adult, you're just screaming to them, no, no, stay young. Don't do it. This heavy stuff we have to carry is not worth it. And every time I hear that song when I grow up, every time to this day, I start to tear up every single day. The, this movie version, the Broadway version, I'm like a wreck. I think that uh, I guess my sort of interpretation of it, too, is that like, when you are, I feel like the whole movie too, right? Like when you're a kid, you are uh, subject to, to your surroundings. You have to kind of deal yeah. with whatever it is that you're dealing with as a kid. And so you have this sort of like ideal version of yourself of like, when I grow up, I will have this, this and that. Things will be yeah. in my own control for once. Yeah. And sometimes that in, since you're a kid, that looks like being able to eat like ice cream for breakfast or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But it is it is it is nice. Just because we've been praising for so long. Marcus, would you would you like to talk to me about Emma Thompson? Oh, my God. How do you know Emma Thompson? How do you know it was Emma Thompson? Huh? Because can I tell you something really interesting? You know, who was originally attached to play that role. Who? Ralph Fiennes. Oh, yeah, that would have been fun. Just saw him in the menu. I like Emma Thompson. I think she's great. Yeah, but I don't think that for this role, she was it. I think that it was kind of like a waste of money because it could have been anybody who could sing. And I think that like nowadays, I mean, this might be a bigger conversation, but nowadays actors I don't think always have the same pull that they used to. Not all actors, but there are a lot. Before it was like any popular name you throw, it's going to draw a crowd. But like, I don't think they have that same weight anymore, especially since you have to constantly be watching new content, watching this, watching that. And it a lot of times doesn't really matter who's in it. It just matters if it's good or not. And it's not always I mean, the that's person the question, that's right? selling the ticket. That's the question. Who is going to watch Matilda 
only because Emma Thompson is in it. No, I, that's a very, very a small, very small crowd. And if again, anybody, we love Emma Thompson here. Yes, I love yes. her. One of the best actresses of her generation. Love everything she's in, and she's not bad. No, she's not. She's like, not overly terrible. bad, but it, it was unnecessary. It's just, it didn't add anything. You 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 exactly. phrased it perfectly. Yeah, it didn't add anything. I think nowadays, especially too, with how sort of more socialist and communist generation is too it's like i know you're getting paid a lot of money so if you are not fucking like bringing in a crowd or helping to make the movie significantly better then all that money could have gone elsewhere and i think she did as good as she could have i just i think what and just to roll off of what you're saying it's like the person that would have made this role something was somebody that needed to prove something. Some like Emma Thompson has sure. nothing to prove, yeah. and she did a great job. It's just, it's just there was an it factor. There was like a special spark. There yeah. was like it either needed to be scarier, it needed to be sillier, it needed to be more bravado. It could have been the singing any, had a knock. Anything, anything year it would have yeah. been better. Even if yeah. it was worse, honestly, if it was a worse performance, I'd have been laughing at it. That's true. At it was very, very safe. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very safe. And again, she didn't sing bad, but I, when I rewatched it, I did not listen through either of her two, two or three yeah, songs. Yeah, and it's I a shame forward. because one of the songs I really did like on the Broadway recording, I thought was like yeah. fun. Yeah, they're all very passable on um, in the movie. Yeah, and it's it's a shame because you see that kind of thing a lot of times in movie musicals when they get someone because they want to draw in a crowd and you're just like, why? This is bad. You're kind of ruining it. Well, Marcus, let me ask you something about movie musicals. Do you think do you think movie musicals do you think do you think do you think movie musicals are the way to go or do you think we should like leave them in the dust i think they're the way to go baby love them good because we're gonna find out how ready you are how good like roll the clip we're gonna play a game now try this trivia now try this trivia now trivia now trivia now trivia this Okay, and now we're back. Marcus, welcome back to the game. Hey, so, I'm back to this the game. game will we be, got nothing go wrong. This game is called One to Three to Five, the musical. I'm going to play one second, and then three seconds, and then five seconds. What we'll do is, since you're playing by yourself, okay. what other way would we be doing it? If you get in one second, you get five points. If you get in three seconds, you get three points. And if you get in five seconds, you get one point. There are ten, so that means there's a total... Of 50 points available. You need to get 25 to win. Does that make sense? Yeah. Cool. Let me bring out. Now I got to keep track of scores. Okay. All right. Are you ready to hear the first one second? I am ready. That was it. Here he comes, boys. The leader of the plaque. The, 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 the plaque. Oh, my God. It's Little Chef of Horrors. Run me a dentist. So close. Damn it. But I will say, Marcus, all these movie musicals have come out in the last 10 years. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Here it's is three seconds. Okay. That was three seconds. That sounded like <laughs> stomping was happening. Da, 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 it's clapping. Da, da. Good morning, no, Darren Baltimore. No, Darren is not good morning, Baltimore. You also That's lose. a good guess. 
Good morning. That one goes. Okay, you ready for That's five seconds? Guess. And for the five seconds, I'll just keep playing it until you get it. Until we hit fifteen seconds, which I can't play anymore. I was going to say, so yeah, you have to stop it at fifteen seconds, or is it six seconds? It's six seconds. Hmm. Okay, I will play from six seconds on for this one though, but for the other ones, I won't. You ready? Last chance. This is the life of Bo 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 Bohemia. Yeah, that's what it. is it? Oh fuck, man, Bohemia! <laughs> I don't know. You gotta name the musical. You don't it's, get it because you can it's sing from along. The one with Andrew Garfield. And the name of the musical oh is. Oh my god! Lin Manuel Miranda directed. I know what Jonathan one it is, Larson Nick, biopic. Name. Okay, hold on. It's gonna come to me. Tick tick boom. Darren got yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, nice. did you just read it for the chat? I did read it for the chat. <laughs> Zero points. No points. No points for the first one. Again, these are all movie musicals. Some of them came from stage. Some of them did not. Okay. Within the last 10 years. You ready for the next one second? Yep. Is it loud enough or does it need to be louder? Make that one a little bit louder. I made it a lot louder. Let's see. I don't know. A little guitar, right? Mm -hmm. Acoustic guitar. This is a tougher one. Any guesses? Or you need three seconds. My no, okay. I got nothing. I need three All seconds. Right, here, goes, here goes three seconds. Wow. I'm going to need. He sounded like he was going to say something. I knew what he was going to say. All right. You ready for five seconds? Yeah. Anyone in the chat got it? Let's hear. Blue Jean, baby. Is that from... Wait, this is movie musicals? Mm-hmm. Darren says almost famous. Ooh, good guess, but not within the last 10 years. That's true. Oh, Rocket Man. Okay, once again, you do not get the point because you read no, the chat. No, 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 she said the, the Ellen John biopic. That's not, she didn't say the title. Okay, All I right. didn't get the other one because I didn't get the title. So then I You have got to get one this point. One. Yeah! yeah! It was out to five seconds, so you got one point. Let's go. You need 25 to win. That is Rocket Man. Did you see Rocket Man? I did. I saw Rocket Man. Beautiful movie. Really loved it. Don't know why we never did it on the podcast. It was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Loved it. All right. Okay. Here is number three. Are you ready? Yep. There was some. Caskinets in the heights. Yes, in the heights. This is Carnival de Barrio. Here, I'll play it for a second. Barrio. Carnival. And that's all I can play. All right. Hell yeah! Wow, amazing. Are, you got five points. Guys, we are like skirting by the you the what platform we're on the Twitch bylines of whether or not you can play music. We're keeping in well no that. we're fine on twitch we can play the whole goddamn thing it's when we port it over to youtube we'll get copies no struck. twitch also oh really yeah twitch has been like oh they'll stop you from streaming right yeah oh shit Holy <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> this is the guys this is wait let's let's pretend we're like uh, fucking hamming it up like a mr beast okay. video or something like that sure. guys this is the most insane challenge we've ever done we're risking everything <laughs> If we play one too many seconds on one of these songs, we lose our channel forever and our houses and our wives. So you're going to want to watch this one. 
<laughs> Check us out on YouTube. <laughs> okay. You ready for the next one? Yeah. That was some country stuff. I don't know. Oh, um, right. I hope Bezos sues us. <laughs> once, once upon a time, once upon a life, once, once, once is in the last ten years. But good okay. job. I don't think it was. I think it was like oh three or something. Anyway. Is it from the movie The Last Five Years? No, that is a good okay. guess. I should have used that movie. What the hell is that? Darren says La La Land. Is it La La Land? Land? It is La La Land. Oh, wow. That's impressive. She got it over you. That is very impressive. Yeah, I I'll, play, I'll play the hook. I'll play the hook. Stars, are you shining just for me? Some Ryan Gosling love? No Ryan Gosling love? I think I famously, famously, because so many people watched that episode, Hated that musical. I still stand by it. Saw it three times in theaters. Got a Funko Pop. Love it. Mm-hmm. I'm so forgiving. And I and that's I okay. know everything that's wrong with it. I'm so forgiving of a movie musical. You, you just got to play music. Sing a song. You're you can good. like what you like. And that's okay. Yeah. I'm not going to yuck you. I didn't like, I didn't like recently. Respect that Aretha Franklin biopic uh-huh. movie musical. Not yeah, good. Yeah. Not good okay. Movie. Interesting. Anyway, you ready for the next one? Yes. This thing called love, I just can't handle it. This thing called love, I just remember this. Don't get us to monetize, Marcus. Oh, shit, you're right. Called butts. Now it's parody. This crazy little thing called butts. (laughs) I'll I'll do do the three seconds. You ready? (laughs) Yeah. Is it from, it's not from Rocky Horror, because that's not, oh, it's from the Fox 5 Rocky Horror. <laughs> the Fox like, 5 what? The, the live Rocky Horror that they did in the last, like, 10 years. You know, like, for like Fox, NBC, and all those guys have been doing, like, uh, like TV musicals, like, live adaptations. I didn't know if you were stretching the movie aspect of it. No. Okay. You know what I also realized for our tech mishap? The audio you have coming for my desktop. Yeah, I can, no. It was because you were echoed. Never mind. I didn't figure it out. Yeah, I thought I figured yep. it out. No. Nope. <laughs> you ready for the five seconds? Yes. Grease. Probably didn't help. Did it help? No. no. Grease. Yeah, I'll hit. I'll hit. I'll hit play for five more seconds. Okay. And you can hear. You'll. You'll hear it. My my. Waterloo. Oh, uh, Mamma Mia 2. Mamma Mia, here we go again. Zero points. Nice. What do you mean zero points? That was after the five seconds. You got 10 seconds. You only get it's points for one, something. three, and five. Okay. You, okay. You're right. Fine. You're right. No, no. Point two, five points. Thank you. That's all I asked That's what it's for. Worth. That's what it's worth. Jesus. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right, T. I knew he was going to give me Mamma Mia. That's my fault. I, that originally entirely. I, I put mama me on the list and then i realized everything else was within 10 years oh shit maybe i shouldn't well make it put... easy and then i was like mama me too here nice. we go again <laughs> all right you ready okay. for the next one yes because jellicles can and je- cats easy cats easy yeah. peasy one of the best musicals of all Five time points. baby yes ildris yes. alba was looking like a furry king in that musical oh my goodness and it had everyone favorite comedian james corden i could not stop I mean, staring at idris alba's crotch 
Like I just spent every time he was on screen, my eyes were looking and I was like, I'm I sure want to see point. it. That huh? was the point of the movie. Yeah, you're right. It Did you actually movie. watch it? Yeah, 100%. I saw it. I saw it. I theaters. didn't watch it. Oh, it was good. I didn't have anyone that could watch it. I mean, it, it wasn't good, to watch but it, it, was, it was worth watching because it was so bad. Oh, man. No yeah. one would watch it with there, me. You watch Ian McKellen, a, a, a critically acclaimed actor, one of the greats of all time. You yeah. watch him lick milk out of a bowl, and he doesn't even look like a cat where it's like, okay, at least he looks weird and deformed. It just looks like Ian McKellen licking up milk out of a bowl and it was it was i felt so bad for another human i've never felt more bad for a rich person in my life this four you left you ready for the next one yeah matilda the musical that's a good guess but no you ready for three seconds Uh, I got nothing. You ready for the five? Yep. Across the universe. That's not within the last 10 years, but that's a good guess. I love that movie. I don't even know. I didn't know this many movie musicals were made in the last 10 years. Oh, I picked some random Gun to my head. I would have guessed like four were made in the last 10 years. Nope. Oh my I God. got at least 10 from the last 10 years. I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. Here's just a little more of it. Through the dark, through the door, through where no one's been before. It's the one it? I gave you, Cyrano, right? No. Well, it's not. Cyrano. I should have put Cyrano in here. Oh, no, this no. is the greatest showman. The greatest showman. It sounded like yes. Cyrano. It did for a second. That was pretty yeah, good, yeah. Cyrano. I forgot. That was pretty good. I, I watched that. I should put that on here. Yeah, they didn't come up on list of movie musicals. Travesty. <laughs> it just I feel like everyone hated it. I was like, man, that was, I everyone liked it a lot. I thought it was some of it, half the movie was crap. You got to admit, half the movie was crap. Yeah, that's uh, fair. Half of it was. All right, I, I you're gonna get this one. If you don't get this one, I don't. As Cyrano was so compelling, he fucking it was. killed it. It's a, it's, a, it's an underrated movie, I think. You have three left, and if you don't get this one, you're not a real musical fan. Okay. 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 Hit All me right. with that music. Okay. Oh no, I don't know. <laughs> it's another one I don't know. What did you do? Sweetie Todd? <laughs> no, that's not the last 10 years, dude. What did you do? Okay, what is a, that? a little more. I think you'll get. I think you might get three. You might get three. Okay, you okay. might get three. Okay. That sounds like Sweetie Todd. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be so mad. What's, um, what's that like? Jean Beljean. What's that one? That's Lay Miz. Lay Miz. That's not ten years. That's that was not it older. either. That's not either. All right, unmute, unmute, okay. unmute. Let me give you one more. A boy like that. A boy like that. I got nothing. I got Sweeney Todd. A boy like that will kill your brother. A boy like that. Dead your West Side Story? Stick to your own kind. Stick to your oh own my God. kind. Was, who's, who, did the same person write Come both? On. No, this was Leonard Bernstein. What no. are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. Actually, it's, Stephen Sondheim that, did do the lyrics. Actually, and it's he, derivative. <laughs> it's not my fault that you didn't pick more diverse musicals. The musicality <laughs> seems so familiar derived from Sondheim. Uh, Marcus... 
You should be ashamed. They we have two musicals about our kind, and you could get one. <laughs> I got one. I got the important one. You got fifty percent. That's failing. That's In the failing. Heights, West Side one Story was exploitative of our kind. Okay. In the Heights is embracing. Sure, but see, you've never seen any iteration of West Side Story. Please do me a favor. Go on Disney Plus. Legitimately, this one that Steven Spielberg just made, really fucking fantastic. It's really great. Definitely check it out. Do you it watch was it? Well right? made. I watched it. I, didn't it you was make me really watch well it? made. No, I didn't. Oh. I didn't get a chance. It. it was December and things were going on. I think I watched it, it thinking you were going to give it to me because I was like, I'm running out of time. So I don't watch it now. And he gives it to me. I'm fucked. So I had to watch it. All right. You ready for the next one? Uh-huh. You got to unmute. No, I'm so focused. <laughs> I, I know. I just, good thing I could see it. All right. Here's one second. He said. Dun, 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 about that, but da, da. She said. I love this song. It's not for Tick, Tick, Boom, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I'm so bad at this. I'm, I'm having the most anxiety. Jesus. You your musical theater card has been revoked, sir. Dear Evan Hansen? Hear, here's, here's, yes! Yeah! It's not in the chat. I yes, you got it. More. Five points. I didn't need any more. Here, let I'm me play best. a little more for the fans. Okay. Perfect and real. He said. Now I will say the movie was bad. Okay. But there are some moments that I did enjoy. Ben Platt is a very good singer. Ben Platt and I like, is a very good singer. And the girl that they cast as the sister, I yeah. really love her and everything she does. It's good because it's it's there's stuff that's there that's good because the original was a hundred percent. The story I hate it. I I mean I I've gotten a lot of pushback from theater people that the I don't awful. like the story of Dear Evan Hansen. I don't the know awful. why. He's a horrible that doesn't person. seem controversial to me. The story is awful. It makes no sense. He's a horrible person. But the yes. fucking music slaps. It's good. It it's slaps. Good. All right. You got one more. Okay. Ready? One more. One more. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> High school musical, the reunion. High school musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> Oddly, really close, but that's not a movie. This is a movie. Okay. You ready? For three? <laughs> Guess what today is? <laughs> today is the day she got her first period during first period and it is carrie the musical no, that's a good oh they should turn that into a movie carrie the musical they should turn that into yes movie. you know what they should turn yes. into a movie? king kong the musical it was one of the musicals i've watched that was that was the whole that was all the praise you had for it you saw it <laughs> that's not praise that's not praise at all <laughs> You ready for the last five seconds? Guess what today is? Prom puzzle day. This is from the prom. This is from the prom. This is from the prom. I forgot that was made into a movie. Yep. Which you is wish why you could forget it. You lost. Let me count your points. 5, 10, 15, 16.25. Hell you yeah. You needed 25 points to win. Hell you yeah. Lost, sir. Uh, well, no. Or I won in my heart. Let us know your scores in the chat and in the comments below because Here. I am curious. But Marcus, you did not, you did not crush the game as I'm much sorry. as I thought you would. Honestly, I'm sorry. I thought you were a musical fan. I am a musical fan, but I also have very, I have crippling anxiety that that stresses me out. <laughs> You're so good at games. Here's I'm always. Gonna tell, I'm going to tell a quick story. 
I went okay. to the dentist. I think you might have heard the story outside of the podcast. I went to the dentist uh-huh. and the whole time he was telling me how big my teeth were and f- f- honestly flirting with me aggressively. And I was like, fine, whatever. Keep telling me how big my teeth were. I get it. It's your weird dentist kink. I respect it. But also I was put under, I had some medication that just kind of made me a little high uh, while they removed four of my wisdom teeth. And the whole time, in order to make sure that you stay awake during the operation, they ask you questions, they talk to you, and they make sure that you don't pass out from the pain. Because it wasn't pain. They weren't giving me like pain things. They were giving me like to make me high. So that way I was less aware of the pain. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Not exactly anti-pain, but it helps in a different way. Sure. Yeah. Seems weird, but yeah. Because I didn't want to spend money on the real medicine. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. Now so they gave me the cheap, gotta, gotta, like, gotta. other thing. So yeah. it was like, laughing gas, basically. Yeah. And he was asking me about songs that were playing on the radio. And, like, famously, I am terrible at knowing who sings what. Like, I do sure. not know any artist. I do not know any song titles. Like, I'm very bad at this stuff. But I was getting them all. I was getting it. Every single one. He was like, oh, who sings this? I was like, blam, I know. Bam, I know. Oh, songs this. Oh, this? It's played for five seconds. It's this. And I knew everything. And I was right every single time. And they were so impressed. And then Darren comes to the room, who knows me, who knows how bad I am at all of this stuff. And he's talking about, wow, he knew like every single song that was playing on the radio, yada, yada. And she was like, what the? Marcus? He knew? And it was because I was high. And I had, didn't have the anxiety that was stopping me from knowing things and second guessing myself and like stumbling over what I actually was thinking. And it's like, wow, how powerful could we all be if we just could get rid of our anxiety about stuff? That's crazy. That what a what a neat trick and diagnostic experiment to see, like to cut out the people who say they have anxiety and like think what anxiety. That's like a, that's like a certifiable like. <laughs> case study of like the fact that you have crippling anxiety you know what i mean yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. that's crazy it's like wow okay interesting it's like it it's amazing that sometimes you don't realize how much it's stopping you from doing you know wow truly thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that that's actually really <laughs> wild that's it's, it's i'm gonna think about that i'm going to <laughs> think about that like in my life because Good. that's freaking nuts good back to matilda i didn't have a chance earlier to mention t in the chat said a couple fan casts for trunchbull instead because i just think they're all really good jane lynch jane lynch would be really interesting jane lynch would have been good though jane lynch has done this before so you know yeah dot marie jones who was from glee Mm -hmm. who was like an actual weightlifter all-american shot putter oh that would have been good yeah i didn't like the fat suit thing i and thought that was sing. kind of weird yeah. like and unnecessary too you know like traditionally it's there on the stage version too i, I feel like man. even on the stage but. version it's usually like men who fill out a costume more so than like a fat suit oh i thought it was a fat suit too but i guess i, right. I don't know I, I guess you're it right is, it's think, a weird costume with like broad shoulder it's like yeah, a weird like it's a weird build. it's a weird looking costume but the proportions i think in the play felt wrong like they felt wrong in a way that's like that yes. is comical and yes. that it's not a human being so it's not like a fat suit this felt yeah. more like just they were just trying to make her look heavier as a person. That is actually really, I think I'm, I'm going to look at it now. But from what I remember, yes, it looks it, it looks like a cartoon. It's got like, yeah, big old 
Yeah, you're right. Which I would have been fine with if they did that in this version. And it it looks like they did a half measure, like somewhere a weird in between thing that didn't work. Yeah, I I agree with you. And then also his last suggestion, Batista. Oh, Batista would have been great. Batista I would have loved great. that. We're in a Batista essence. Yeah. Everyone loves him. We love him here on the podcast. Dude, I'm really excited for the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Me too. I don't want to get too excited. I feel like every time yeah. I get too excited, yeah. I get disappointed. But old was good. I don't. I haven't seen it. It's good. It's good. And yeah, it might I don't be because you write it. And it's like based on a graphic novel that it's good. But like it was, it was good. No, we've been liking. Uh, we, we're about 50 50 on M. Night here. Yeah. The visit was great. Yeah. old was good and what was that the he, i like split i split was good but the, the other sequel thing, was bad mr glass glass was, glass was bad glass was bad glass was bad glass was very bad yeah it was glass very... was bad because it had so much potential right there were yes. so many pieces of it they were so good yeah and then and, and it and all then fell bruce was drowned in a puddle and that was oh that was embarrassing he he did that movie was so interesting and then i'm off of it it, it, because that movie did this whole job to make everything feel supernatural and then yeah. they did that one shot when they were all like in the like fucking park and yeah. he was drowning and one person was moving like a little thing a little yeah. bit and it like did a punch out of like what the real world implications were and everyone sucked and everything yeah. wasn't real and yeah. i was like oh this sucks <laughs> wait it but, was um, real though right I don't know. That, I, that I shot like made me doubt it. Iffy on the, they try to make you doubt it at the end. Yeah, I feel like it was like, wow, look how cool and epic it was. And then at the yep. end, it was just like, these are just three mentally ill people that the institution is letting go to town on each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, he's directing, producing, and did the screenplay. So it could be good. I mean, we. I love Unbroken, and I love uh, Split. And if this is the beginning of a new thing, maybe it'll be great. And it's the, but it's the Batista that's making me excited. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Batista. I'm not. It's a 50 50 Batista. I'm a hundred percent. right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Batista <laughs> will do a good job. That's I'm sure about that movie. Oh, T. Why are you out? Too scary. Oh, you too, too scary for you. T. Hey, too scary. Too don't sc- make fun too, of our friends. Oh, it's a baby. Oh, it's Gantano. It's a scary movie. It's apocalypse is coming. There's waves. There's waves <laughs> coming. It's apocalypse. Oh, also, thank you to Andrew Nieves for uh, joining the Patreon. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Thank you for joining. Oh, I don't know if he's still here. He hasn't been in the chat. But uh, back to the movie. J- just, to, just to give us something to talk about. And then you can please steer the conversation wherever you'd like. one of my favorite moments was i didn't remember this moment being like truly like the way it was in the stage version i remember liking the song quiet Mm -hmm. but the way it is on film and it's because of the sound design everything's happening in that moment trunchball's coming for and the serenity of while you're watching a movie in that moment while she's floating up and it's like surreal yeah and some of this realness in the movie has worked for me some of it hasn't but in this moment it did It, it it was it wasn't even me that really thought it was amazing. I thought it was great. And then I looked towards Lexi mm-hmm. who has anxiety and like sh- the way she was describing relating to this moment and like, like seeing it in her was like, Oh, and it made me really understand like all the, those thoughts pervading thought, 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 yeah. Anxiety, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. hoping for that one moment of quiet, a silent. That's not really silent yeah silence that's not really silent like how cool was that moment that is good nice i think that like that is one of the beauties of of media and and movies is that that sometimes they can portray something in a way that you can't articulate yourself and it's it's so relatable yeah i i i always think about that with my depression because it's it's rare for me 
depression's a funny thing because it's not feeling sad. It's like it's it's like crippling in a different way. Mm-hmm. But like most portrayals of it, and I'm sure you can relate with anxiety. Most portrayals are really bad, really almost offensive, truly. But who are we going to complain about? We're we're fine and we're privileged folk. We have privilege, so who cares? We're not complaining about a random portrayal on a movie or something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's what I mean. Like as you know, whatever, it's fine. Yeah. But like truly, like. Finding good representations of a mental illness you personally relate to is like super tough. And it's, you know, they're few and far between. Yeah. Especially like something, I mean, anything you've been through personally that is hard to convey, like random stuff. It's it's good to be like, oh, I feel it. You you know what I'm going through. And you can, you can then share that with other people, you know, in a way that, you know, it's hard to sit down and explain to someone exactly what something made you feel. Yeah, I think like uh, an example that just came to my head is Zoe's extraordinary playlist of watching a parent pass away and then dealing with the grief of watching that happen and then dealing with the grief afterwards of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I went through something similar with my grandma. I took care of her all the way up until she left us and then had to deal with the grief. And that show, because the showrunner went through it himself, there was like a level of like sincerity there that you really related to because of that. and. And anytime you find something like that in a medium, like you said, mm-hmm. it's 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 truly special. It yeah. really is. That's nice. And I think the same thing. Like I think that this this was really fun. I like uh, Lashana Lynch. I think that I think that her portrayal of Miss Honey was great. I liked her a lot. Um, Can I ask you a question about her? Sure. I she's very talented. A lot of the scenes she acted, I really liked. I I really liked her singing. I yeah. liked her relationship with Matilda. Did she? Did it seem like the take that they had on it was just a little too nervous? Like it was like it was like cartoony nervous. Like it wasn't like like it, it, she was like like <sighs> everything yeah. else was so real about her relationship with Matilda, her relationship with her. I think her her parents. Yeah. And then every time she dealt with trench pole, it was like. Oh, 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 oh. It, it was it that that was the only thing that was like i i, I wish they made a different choice was all. it was cartoony a little bit her her fear of miss trunchbull yeah but also i think it's sort of a difficult road role to be in because you have matilda yes. and she's the one who really has to stand up to miss trunchbull like in the end and it would have been nice i guess to yeah. have Lashana Lynch also have another a moment. Does she ever have a moment against Mr. Not really. Not the like same a, a way. Brief, she stands up against her briefly. I think, yeah. But like, it felt more impactful in the original movie, if I'm being honest. Okay. Honey, st- standing up. I don't know if you remember that movie, but I never watched was a whole thing. The, what? The original Matilda. I've never watched it. I've only seen the Broadway musical and this musical. <laughs> That's it. I've never read the book or watched the original movie. I'm sorry, Marcus. I, I, I think this only were on my headphones because <laughs> it sounds like you have not seen the 1996 Danny DeVito starring vehicle Matilda that was crucial in our whole generation's childhood. It sounds like you're saying didn't have that you, you didn't see it. I didn't watch it at all. So I have nothing to compare this to other than, you know, the Broadway performance. Whoa. If I had known that, I would have made you fucking watch it. I'm glad That's you didn't know that. <laughs> crazy. Holy shit, I've always Marcus. wanted to watch it, but I think by the time that I realized what an impact it had, it was like 100%. too late. I was an adult. And it was like, okay, well, I'm not going to go back and watch this. Yeah, I get that. It's like going back and watching, I don't know, Goonies or like, it's like, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. fine. You'll it, appreciate it, but it's, exactly. it's not going to be monumental in your childhood. Yeah. <laughs> you see it as a child. yeah, yeah. Holy recently, shit. 
recently Darren watched Goonies for the first time and I was like, oh, cool. I, I watched Goonies kind of a little bit later. I was still a kid, yeah. but, you know, and I really loved it and I appreciated it. But yeah, watching yeah. stuff like that as an adult doesn't doesn't stick with you the same it's way. The same. That's crazy. That's a that is a fantastic movie. It, it is. It is doing I mean, it's doing what Matilda does. It's it's showing kids that they're like worth a damn, even in spite of everything. Right. Yeah. But it, it's just got less. It's more lighthearted than this is. This, even though it's a musical, I don't think is is very much not scared to go pretty deep and heavy at a lot of different points. A little bit because you said what to mention, what he does with his music and everything. Yeah. That the movie is more lighthearted at parts. It's a '90s movie, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I think Danny DeVito was a really good dad. This play, the musical, did feel dark to me. It is. Yeah. 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 If I mean, like. You're dealing with like uh, parents abusing their ch- their child and at least neglecting them, which is a form of abuse and sure. dealing with a teacher who's a bully. And I think that even they've even addressed it in one of the songs, like, who do you go to? You know, or not in one of the songs, but like the 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 lady on the bus is like, you have to tell your teachers you have to. These are the people you talk to about bullies yeah. but when the people who are supposed to be protecting you are the ones who are bullying you, which, the, you know, the substitute word they use for abuse. Then you have no one to go to and that can feel incredibly lonely. And I think that yeah. this movie explores that in a very PG way. Agreed, which yeah. is, I think, what Roald Dahl, who wrote the original book, is like known for i mean he made matilda bfg james and the giant peach charlie and the chocolate factory witches yeah Yeah. and all those are kids stories that are like have weird dark undertone like charlie and chocolate factory kids are like die (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) you know what i mean yeah and it's important to have that sort of like underlying little bit to it too because there's so many kids out there that don't have like typical upbringings or lives and are going through stuff and like you know media like this and seeing like explaining it through the lens of like hey these people shouldn't be bullying you <laughs> you know yeah. it's, it's kind of nice it's good to to because when you grow up in environments like that you don't even know that there is something to look out for or something that is wrong yeah ag- agreed i mean stories like this are so, so important and i i think it's um i think it's a testament to how well the movie's been is made that uh, it's like it comes across so well, even to us as adults. Like I, mm-hmm. my one of my only regrets is I I don't have a kid right now. I could have showed this movie to yeah right now because I would have loved that. And just to speak a little on why why it meant so much to me, it always has. But now in my life, I teach kids this age. I teach chess to children three to eight years old, and I interact with these kids every single day of my life now. And like seeing this movie, I I can't help but like see the kids I'm teaching and oh, see all nice. of them yeah. like in these moments and those quiet moments of rebellion from them. I like I love to see it. I try to encourage their creativity. Like it's it's what I'm doing as a tutor and a teacher to them. And like you know you know I I I feel like I I work in a pri- pretty privileged situation, so I I'm not. I'm not aware of any situation that um, some of the kids in this movie are going through, but like, I just, I just hope that being on Netflix, being so accessible that the people who need to see this movie, see it, you know, to know that they're not alone and that it gets better. Right. Yeah, for sure. I remember I saw on TikTok this one kid just freaking wailing to this song, like seeing kids sing the song. Mm -hmm. I just read 
they there were 200 kids they hired for this movie wow that's fun it's crazy and I like it the shows kid that eats the chocolate cake oh bruno is bruno, bruno is one of my favorite songs the way cute. they dance in it yeah, yeah, yeah the dancing is phenomenal in this movie bruno is one of my favorites really good i think that's that's one of the biggest downfalls of like a, a movie musical is that a lot of times Usually, the yeah. choreography will be crap yeah really by the numbers really mm-hmm. just trying to take what's on stage doing something that we've seen before yeah you know like mama me here we go again is a fun movie but the choreography is what i'm talking about i think in the heights did a really good job yeah but this is this might be some of the best choreography i've seen in a movie musical they go hard man yeah, yeah. in revolting children and bruce they it was really freaking great. Going uh, I was I was oh. super impressed. I, I watched it, you know, again, and I was like, I was watching it again today to try to make sure it was fresh in my brain, and I was like, wow, like the the dancing is is impressive, and I just wanted to, I could watch the dancing sequences without the music over and over again. I will, I will go back to these dancing sequences. It's and and it's just flabbergasting because Marcus, they're children. That's true. I forgot that. They're they probably cast these kids between seven and twelve years old. Yeah. What were you doing at seven, Marcus? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was eating my boogers. I was crying under a desk because Adam Jesse was making fun of me. Why well, don't wait? I remember call this. Out your that was bully. second grade. Well, he's dead. It's kind of sad. Drugs. Oh wow, that is sad. You made it sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this sad? Is I was crazy? gonna say. I was gonna say. Oh no, like. You know, I was reading something recently that like Game Grumps got in trouble because they like accidentally doxed somebody by like, you know, who wrote a bad video game guide. Uh, I was like, oh, no, is Nick like accidentally putting this guy on blast? No, he's no longer. No, he's us. dead. So can't do anything. Can't that's, not, that's not that's not that's not why we were getting canceled. Uh, it's, it's very prevalent in my mind, though. I remember crying underneath that desk. OK, <laughs> um, well, you know, and you I were not bullied and like this, this movie would have been great for you. A hundred, a hundred. Yes, Marcus. Thank you, thank you for saying that. That's exactly right. That's why I love this movie. I wanted this movie when I was seven. Mm-hmm. It would have helped me so much. I think it would have helped me discover the person I am now sooner. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like it took me a long time to actually get. It's funny. Anytime anyone like you know this about me, my closest friends and family know that I'm actually a really introverted person. I come across as so outspoken and like fucking because like. It's like all like an armor of like me making me myself feel like I'm worth a damn. But if you go back to before sixth grade, Nicholas, especially, but even up until about 10th grade, mm-hmm. I was a quiet to myself loser with no friends. And I was so in my feelings and like in my depression and like in my circumstance that like this movie Oh, yeah. Maybe I would have gotten to dance and sing sooner and I'd be better off now. Like this yeah. movie is so important. Yeah. It's just no, what I, I have to say about it. I agree. I was this, I was very similar. Little emo baby boy. Yeah. Little depressed emo boy. Yeah. I used to. You want to hear something really embarrassing? Yes. I used to walk around when it was recess time in the playground and like under my breath, sing songs and just walk and sing like sad songs to myself under my breath while i walked and paced around recess i didn't have headphones or anything i wasn't like listening to music and singing along i was under my breath walking and singing to myself that's sad but to liven it up i will say i used to when i was uh in fourth and fifth grade when i walked home 
I would go over my trumpet drills and practice and play songs on my trumpet imaginarily as I was walking home down the street to myself. <laughs> That's fun. And but and which is whatever. But then one time Joseph told me that his dad drove by and saw me doing that and went home and asked him what was wrong with his friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's because in communities like that they don't have a word for theater kid yet you know like that hasn't yeah. like really broken into those communities it's like oh nick's a little weird he's a little off he's just a theater kid it's fine yeah. he'll 100%. grow out of it hopefully <laughs> hopefully all right marcus is there anything else you'd like to talk to about matilda no i thought it was a, a fun time it was a, it's yeah. a fun fun musical overall well, let's find out marcus did you like Roald Dahl's Matilda, the musical? I did. I did. I did. I did. I liked it. I had to think about it for a minute. Emma Thompson kind of like brought it down a few notches, but it was yeah, good. And you know the original version. Imagine yes. you didn't know it. Yes. You'd be all about it, right? Yeah, for sure. You know, but now you're, you have something to compare it to. If mm-hmm. you didn't, you'd be like, wow, these songs are so revolutionary and amazing. It's like, yeah. they're so cool. Would you recommend this film to other uh, people? 100%. I would recommend it to anybody. If you like, mm, I guess not anybody. There are a specific brand of people that hate musicals. Hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. Hate there are people you don't make them watch. Yep, My agreed. mom makes fun of me all the time for liking <laughs> musicals, and she's the one who introduced me to Little Shop of Horror, so it's her fault. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she introduced you that because people died not the music aspect she oh likes yeah 100 she likes the horror aspect of it yeah <laughs> and marcus if they made a sequel would you no would you if tim mitchin made another musical that got turned into a movie would you watch it one million percent would do yeah. that i kind of i kind of did you see groundhog day no i didn't it was in and out pretty quick it was i would love it if they rethought that through and made a movie so i can like watch it yeah. and like really like apparently it was just too heady and just people weren't like didn't get Into it, it. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I I know. my friend josh he was in it you know he speaks oh, very cool. fondly about the experience but i don't know i never saw it hmm. and 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 just listening i've tried to just listen to the music once or twice but yeah. i start and then i immediately stop because i'm like Something's missing. I got to see it. It's a very visual show, it seems like. Yeah. Back to the you know? Future is coming. That's not Tim mentioned, but Back to the Future is coming. Speaking of movies be adapted into musicals, I am excited about it. I'm going to watch it either right. way. Sure. It might be good. Yeah. It might not. I uh, Percy Jackson was just a train wreck, apparently. A lot of people hated it. I had fun with Percy Jackson, but I also didn't read the books or anything. And I was like, sure. ah, it's just not the worst musical I've ever seen. It's, it was no, it was not King Kong, okay? That is the worst musical I've ever seen. It's King Kong it really? at the bottom, and then Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark, mm. and then... You've seen some fucking good-ass... We should just go over all the musicals you've seen on one episode. That'd be, that sounds great. Guys, if you want to see that, let us know. But Marcus, <laughs> I just checked, and I thought next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Twitch.tv slash Not Sure This Cast, we would be doing the fan challenge, but no, there's one extra day in January. There's 31, so there next is. week... We are doing your. Did you know this? <laughs> this is a surprise I, I, to you. In this I moment. looked into it <laughs> earlier today, and I was like, "Oh man, next week is my challenge." And then I was like, "I got to think of something." And then I, I straight up just didn't. So keep, well, keep buying time. <laughs> 
Well, here's the thing, guys. I'm so excited for you guys to check out. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Check us out on Instagram. We've been trying to do different stuff. We've been trying to stream more here on the channel. Let us know what's working. Let us know what doesn't work for you. Leave the comments. Just engage. It really helps us to know what we should do, shouldn't do. Join the Patreon. Thank you to the patrons that joined during this episode live on Twitch. But of course, next week, you can get this podcast everywhere you get podcasts and so on and so forth. But this week was my challenge to Marcus. I made him watch Matilda. Next week will be Marcus's challenge. And Marcus, what will you be? Your, what will be your challenge to me for this podcast episode that is happening on the 31st uh-huh. of Tuesday yep. at 9 p.m.? You know what, Nick? I just don't got it. I'm going to I got to look it again. I'm, I will get back to you. I feel like Do you want to just tell me later. I you want me to give you, you something later. No, I was feel like I want to tell you later and give you like time to really process it i feel like recently i've been playing a lot of not a lot of games but it's more like there's i've been reading some more i don't want to give you a book i've been playing a little bit more games than i watch movies so i don't want to give you a whole eight hour freaking game thing to play so i feel I like i want to I want to look at the movies that i've watched recently darren feel free to help out in the chat you know what we watched recently I feel like not me. Has you have you had this problem that media hasn't been resonating with you? Yeah, you know what's funny. I've felt that way maybe last month or two. But you know what I've been doing? What, have what you been I've doing? been doing? Oh, there's all, all oh Darren just just something. There are all the Oscar movies. I haven't seen a lot of them. So if you've seen any of them, but also oh, I feel yeah. like I've had that problem. But I re- recently realized that I've been watching way too much YouTube, and a lot of the things I was watching have like been wrapping up or been changing. The algorithms have been changed, so they've been changing. So. I don't open up YouTube and watch that much stuff anymore. So I've been downloading stuff. I watched a whole series on Hulu on my phone over this last week. Mm-hmm. I'm almost caught up with Spy X Family on my Spy phone. X I good. watch two full ass movies, Black Adam. Yeah. I watch Super Sons. And like now I'm getting back into it again. And okay. I'm realizing because my phone. I don't have That's time, fair. but I do have time on the train on the every bus. day. My commute is over two That's hours I need every day. Yeah, watch some stuff. That's Nick, when I just made that switch this last week. My life just changed. That's that's interesting. I might get into yeah. that. I feel like I didn't okay, think about it. I have a couple of things that's like, yeah, I, I could give this to you because it is one of my favorite movies of all time, kind of thing. But that it is feels, the principle of the podcast, which is the principle of the podcast. But I also wanted to be fun and entertaining. Uh-huh. I want to give you. I'll give you two choices. Okay. A movie. Both of them are bad. I'm going to give you the ratings. Ron Tomato, 40% oh, Ron Tomato score for one of them. Why can't you just give me Tar? It's fucking 30, Tar was Oscar. I hated Tar. 31% for I'm really excited to watch Tar. It's not good. It's oh, 31%. I think I'm going to love it. You'll you might love it. I don't know. It's 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 a fine movie. The problem the reason it's not good is that it's mediocre. It's like the great performances in it, like the main lead is fantastic and then I don't care about the rest of the movie. Yeah, I hear that. 31%, 41, 40%. The one I thought would have higher is actually lower. They're both horror, weird, heady kind of movies. And I don't want you to pick whether you want the bad, bad one that ever, that is objectively bad. But I had a lot of fun watching or the one that critics hated, but audience loved. Marcus, I know you're trying to be a G right now, but I heard no difference in the two things you just said. You really heard nothing? Okay. <laughs> No, just pick, just pick, just pick. But you go with your gut. Go with They're your gut. They're both sci-fi. I want you to pick. One's horror and one's just sci-fi. It sounds like you're asking me 
pick between a fucking goat and a sheep. Just fucking which one? One, one I haven't seen and one I have seen. Why would we watch something you haven't seen? Because it's been on my list for like two years to watch. It's a two. It's a movie you haven't seen haven't and it's watched. two years old. So it's not even relevant. It's not two years old. It's from 1997. But it's I've had it on Marcus, my list we can't for watch two it years. years. <laughs> That's not how you can't. You can't okay. You can't okay. 1997. You, know right. you haven't seen yet. You're. I mean, look great. I tried to get a pass. I tried to sneak one in there. Okay. Don't make me watch something to give you the reason to watch it. If you haven't watched it for that's what 26 I, years. Yeah. If you force me to watch, I, I'll watch it, I can't. <laughs> I can't help you. Yeah, if you no. haven't turned it on for 26 years. <laughs> That's your fault, okay? Because you haven't forced me <laughs> to watch it. And at this point, I really only watch things I'm forced to watch. We're not going to watch that one this week, but tell me what it is. Maybe we can do it later. What is it? It is What's Event Horizon. No way I want to watch that movie. I don't no even know No way you want to watch that movie? I, don't, I have no idea what that is. Event Horizon? I've never heard of it. Ah, no, come on. Never heard of it. Okay, this is going to ruin our algorithm. It's going to ruin all the momentum we've ever all had. All the good faith of what, we're, what we've been doing. All the good faith, all the downloads we've been enjoying. It's We've been doing really good, Marcus. We've been doing real good. It's <laughs> The Giver. Sometimes I play up a bit. Uh -huh. I, I, how do you spell it? What are you it's, saying? It's G-U-Y-V-E-R. This is a 1991 film. That's even worse. <laughs> I'm just saying. You had a chance. You wanted something new and relevant. I gave you something from 1997, okay? What more could you ask for from me? Is this a Mark Hamill film that no one knows existed? Yeah. Am I Are you really making me watch this fucking Power Rangers bootleg bullshit? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> you were doing so well. It was so nice. Right. I Next wish, week, guys. I wish I could tell you to like do drugs when you watch it or Marcus. something. <laughs> Marcus. Next week, guys, Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Nacho. This cast we're doing the Giver starting Mark uh, Hamill. Uh, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Nacho. This cast. We had a couple new people. We have a poll going right now to decide what we're going to do when Marcus doesn't pick and uh, leave us five stars. If you can't leave us money, we, we appreciate it. Share with a friend. Uh, we're trying to do new things. Let us know if, if, if they're working. Nick, look, you sound dejected, but hear me out okay this is my american mall okay <laughs> so at you get to yell american at me for an mall hour and a half music fine. i should get i should have put american mall in the game that would have been fun <laughs> damn uh okay guys, guys, see you next week thank you so much for joining us we love you remember to go out there and try some things good night Well, first off, I want to say thank you, Vaping Father. I think it's Josh. It's the only person I remember recording with. We were talking, we talked about making last week. Go check yeah, out gotta, that episode. I'm sorry, Vaping Father. We're talking yeah, about You Matilda can literally leave week. and go watch that episode. Yeah, instead. you can it, go watch that episode. We won't be offended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was good. Josh from Weirdzilla, separate podcast that we used to do about weird news in the world. It was a good time. I miss doing it, but I wish I had more free time. I'm sorry, Josh. We'll hang out soon, I promise. Oh, from what are we talking about? I don't remember. I don't remember. I'm sorry. 
I, this is embarrassing for me. It's also Marcus. derailing the podcast, so I am sorry. <laughs> this No, this is great. Marcus, can I tell you something? Yeah? I, I love you so much, but it would have been so easy. Dude just gave us money. Dude just straight up gave us yeah. money. You could have should have said, oh, Mason, yeah. How you doing? Oh, yeah, 100% right. I thought it was, look, I thought it was... <laughs> I thought it was Josh. You can Josh. still dig yourself I out. Have just so do many it. People. Just Mason, go. I'll I edit remember it. Just you. go. Oh, I, oh, oh just Mason. I remember it. There you yeah, go. Yeah, from what are we talking there about? I remember. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. Shout I out. Shout out. Yes, yes, yes. I remember. Yes. Now it came back to me that Fucking I'm like, okay, dork. Mason. I God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many people that I've hung out with because of the podcast, and then just have not had time to talk to again. I know it really sucks. We it made sucks. Some cool connections. Yes. It yeah. sucks so badly. It's like I I wish I had more time because there's so many great people that you meet. There's so many great yeah. people you hang out with and like have really like connect with. <laughs> and it's like, oh cool. Great. I'm sorry. I could never talk to you again, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I did a, sh- a show with some people from Vancouver, and it felt like right after we did the podcast, I could have went to Vancouver to visit them. Couple months later, I was thinking about maybe going to Canada. I was like, I can't fucking text them. I haven't said anything to them. I can't be like, yeah. what's up? What's going yeah. on? That'd be yeah. weird. Yeah. How do you stay in contact with people? Well, thank you for joining us. And I appreciate it. But there is a Megan episode. We're talking about Matilda today. So stick around if you want to hear about Matilda. Go check Eventually, out the Megan we'll episode there. if you want. Marcus, you were going to say something before you complete. Anything else you'd like to talk about before we get to Matilda? No. Shout out to Mason. Thanks for joining. Sorry that I thought you were somebody else. I was on an episode of their podcast uh, called Bless This Chill. Bless, no, Bless This Chili. Bless This Chili. <laughs> Talked about kids' toys, Final Destination. That I also like, up. he's not, he, to be fair, he's not 100% sure. So that's helpful. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I remember having a fun time. I feel like every experience I've had being on someone else's podcast, same thing. You've, you've that's done untrue. it too. That's untrue. No, no, no. There fun. was one. There was one you said that was bad. I won't call it out, but I and let, I want all the podcasts <laughs> we've guessed out there to think Just it wasn't me. Gaslight them into thinking that. That's not gaslighting. It's a fact. It's not a gaslight if it's a fact. It could you, be you. One of, it could be a gaslight if it wasn't true. But one podcast, you came home saying, uh-uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? I had a fun time 99% of the time. <laughs> that you didn't do not a hundred podcast casts. Percentage it's more it's than percentage. one. It's not a hundred percentage work. No, yeah, but it okay i'll explain math look, to you i could probably to say be, look if i want to be more accurate i could pay like 75 percent of the time right but no let's just be very generous because not the whole podcast was terrible of that one i did 99 i watched it after you were pretty miserable you were pretty Shut miserable <laughs> it's like you just don't always know whether someone's going to be like racist oh, sure. or offensive in a way that you don't vibe with so you know <laughs> You take your shots. Remember when we had a guest that I mentioned vaccine and that's what his mic cut out? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's funny. funny. (laughs) Guys, go check out our Halloween Ends episode. Dan Drumbles was great. 